0: August 24th, 1989.
1: The banishment for life of Pete Rose from baseball is the is the sad end of a sorry episode. One of the game's greatest players has engaged in a variety of acts which have stained the game, and he must now live with the consequences of those acts. By choosing not to come to a hearing before me and by choosing not to proffer any testimony or evidence contrary To the evidence and information contained in the report of the special counsel to the commissioner, Mr. Rose has accepted baseball's ultimate sanction, which is lifetime ineligibility.
0: Uh,
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Cheap Seats. Your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. And in this first episode of our Baseball Scandal Series, we will scrutinize the heartbreaking career of baseball legend Pete Rose. My name is Thad Helsley and I am joined by my two law and order co-hosts. The first is launching her new masterclass on anarchism. Cassia. <laughs> Hello. And our artificial intelligence engine and also head writer for Sesame Street, Bernice.
0: You're walking a very thin line, Mr. Halkley.
2: Kasia and Bernice. Before we turn to our examination of Pete Rose, I wanted to check in on your reactions to the recent MLB ruling against the Red Sox for their Stein stealing during the 2018 playoffs and the World Series, which they eventually won. First, I would note the Red Sox investigation took an additional three months over the near-identical Astros' inquiry. Secondly, though they were found to be breaking the rules, the punishments handed down were considerably less than those imposed on the Astros in January. Bernice, could you summarize those penalties for us?
0: Yes. Video replay operator JT Watkins will be banned through the 2020 playoffs and from taking the same position in 2021. Former manager Alex Cora is banned through the 2020 playoffs. Finally, the team will lose a second round pick in the 2020 draft. That was all.
2: So, cassia the lowest paid guy on the team, after the bad boy, yeah. the video operator, <laughs> is solely responsible for rigging the 2018 World Series. Does that sound reasonable to you?
3: It's crazy. I mean, I mean, what the f- is i mean it's even worse than what they did to the astros uh, i mean the video replay guy like that's like blaming the getaway driver for the people who like shot up a bank exactly it's like what
2: even worse I than mean, that it's like the guy that put the gas in the car of the getaway driver yeah it's like well i did the i squeegee the windshield what was he
3: supposed to do I don't know. J- J.T. Watkins, like exactly. I feel bad for him.
2: Well, I do too, and he's and I mean he's lawyering up all over the place to the extent that he can because he was like he was like if you look into the oh like God. Boston uh, media. The, the poor son of a bitch, you know, he was in the minor, he was a failed minor league guy. You know, he'd been in the right. minors for like, he was worse than Bull Durham. He was only like lasted two years, could never get to the majors. And they said, oh, okay, L- we'll let you be the video replay operator. <laughs> and he said, okay. <laughs> and now he's going to be vilified for life that he blew in the 2018 World Series.
3: That's insane.
2: So the Astros came out as we covered nauseatingly thoroughly in mid-January. And and of course there was, there were a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people got fired. There was fines on the team. There were draft picks. There was numerous, numerous things that were done. And it got a huge publicity, right? So but they were like, okay, well, we can't we're not ready for the Red Sox. And we we're like, wow, wow, they need another three months wow,
0: this right. was, holy shit, this must be Watergate to.
2: or something, man. This must be Watergate yeah. and Russia and COVID and everything put together. And then it turns out, no, not really. It was one loser minor league guy with a video camera. So,
3: uh, so yeah, I, it's just totally messed up. Even the Astros report was totally botched. It was biased. It wasn't thorough.
2: Well, you, I mean, you had gone on and on as did, as did many other people, That you know, how come the players weren't blamed, you know, because even if this guy was involved, okay. The information had to be re- in order for it to be at all um, useful, efficacious, uh, players had to take that information, right? There had to be a method for yeah. them and they have it in the this had No,
3: This guy had no power. He was a, video replay system operator right a 30-year-old failed minor leaguer right why would he have led and organized and carried out a cheating conspiracy
2: well absolutely
3: and, not and I, mean, the, I mean it's just it's completely absurd
2: right and so this guy
3: i mean manfred this guy This is beyond just even like giving people a light sentence. Like, this is just like seems like straight up corruption. Manfred's got to go.
2: And this is great fertilizer for the Pete Rose discussion, who was banned for life
3: for not even fucking cheat. It's just like a question mark. It's like, what the hell actually happened? We're never going to know what actually happened. It's like the JFK assassination. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's this guy. It's like, no. (laughs) What fucking happened? Where's the brain? (laughs) Tell us the truth.
2: (laughs) The grassy knoll near the dugout. Well, let's move on because another – this is also relevant because we have – we talked about – in the past, about these various plans to get uh, the United States baseball season underway again, even in a very limited way, so Korea steps out, and they're actually they are started playing. They just picked up their spring training season where they left off. They're still exhibition games, but they're actually uh, just boom started up. The, the real season starts in a couple of weeks. They they have a plan, which sounds similar to the MLB proposal. And that's what I wanted to discuss with you. So, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen, but it's like, okay, they're, I mean, they're going to try it. They're going to try it. And if it works, I don't know. What do you think?
3: Korea is a totally different situation than the United States because we have way more teams and a way larger geographical area to cover there's travel involved there are different um well remember sort of the, the regimes the mlb plan state. is to
2: do everything in arizona as much as possible in that covered stadium and then maybe some other stuff in the surrounding minor league stadiums that they use for right them, but obviously. all the
3: all the people or the essential people from all these teams would have to travel there
2: right they could so- charter they could charter They don't have to take commercial aircraft
3: okay fine but they're still together you know they're not flying like one at a time on a plane like i i you know there's obviously problems with it arizona is a very poorly managed state to begin with they're doing they're next door to me they're doing a lot worse than uh than my state is because of i believe they had an election they let the election go on and they've they've made a lot of bad decisions which is resulting in more death and i guess uh, what i'm saying is the people that are playing baseball the coaches that they have the managers they have those people are still going to go to the grocery store right they're still going to go to the gas station they're still going to go to the starbucks or whatever and like every time you come into contact with another person the risk for everyone in the society becomes greater i'm not saying that like we have to lock everybody up and throw away the key but like i don't know i just think that the risks involved are too great especially like they did in
2: china where they welded people people's doors shut i saw some youtube videos i didn't
3: see about the welding but it put they alarmed people's doors yeah
2: okay they alarmed them. Okay,
3: but they also have greater, you know, benefits. They had uh, government employees come check on you every day and take care of you and bring you food. That's not what's happening here. You may or may not get a twelve hundred dollar one time payout. Now we're in four months, so you know there's pros and cons. I don't know that it'll go through. I don't know that it'll go through. A lot of this is just to kind of if it if it works. Ally.
2: Let's say two, three weeks from now, it looks like it's working. Would you be willing to say, let's try it?
3: You mean if it looks like it's working in Korea? Yeah. No, because it's a totally different situation. Okay. The, like the, the, it's, the government structure is completely different in Korea than it is here. The healthcare system's completely different in Korea than it is here. The welfare state system that's able to get support to people is totally different. I mean, we have a post office that's like going bankrupt and no one's doing anything about it. Right? They're, they're funneling trillions of dollars upwards. And um, more people are unemployed right now than we're in the Great Depression. Like, but you can't compare it to, to fucking Korea. Okay. Okay.
2: Well, that's an answer. <laughs> so, let's move on to the main event, Cassia and Bernice. Everybody on their feet here in Cincinnati and a worldwide television audience watching these moments tonight here at Riverfront Stadium. 2-1 pitch from Shao. Tasia, it was so long ago. Many fans don't know how amazing a player Pete Rose was. Do you want to quickly summarize his record for our listeners?
3: Sure. Well, we just heard him surpassing Ty Cobb's record for the most hits, making him the all-time MLB leader. Eventually, he would rack up 4,256 hits, an unbroken record today. He also won three World Series rings, had three batting titles, one MVP award, two gold gloves, and was a Rookie of the Year. He also made 17 All-Star appearances at five different field positions, which has never been done before or since. But only four years after breaking Cobb's record, he was banned from life for baseball, permanently ineligible for betting on baseball, a charge he would go on to vehemently deny repeatedly For 15 years.
2: Okay, Kasia, thank you for that. So, what do you think? Here's a guy with a meteoric rise and then a uh, just as spectacular uh, crash to the ground.
3: I know. Um, well, okay. I have to just set this up. Okay. We you mentioned Pete Rose in one of our episodes back at spring training,
2: and you had never uh, heard of him at and the I time. I
3: never. I said, "Who the hell is Pete Rose?" Yeah, because right? he left like, baseball
2: in the '80s. You weren't even born yet.
3: Right. He was sanctioned in 1989, and I was not born. And I also, you know, wasn't that into baseball as a toddler. <laughs> I didn't know who the guy was, but I have to say after getting, getting the full sweep of his life now, I kind of, I love Pete Rose. Like, I like Pete Rose. He's a complicated dude. He's obviously done bad things. But on the whole, like, I like the guy. I feel sorry for him. Okay. I don't know. How do you feel about him?
2: And I was alive then. And I was a baseball fan. I, there's nobody in baseball who is as big, you know, and dominating. I mean, he was like Michael Jordan used to be of basketball. And I know he's kind of before your time, too. But he was like the one sort of like Tom Brady in football, the biggest guy in a sport that everybody, no matter, you know, who cares about Cincinnati, but everybody cared about Pete Rose. He was the dude. Right. Um, wow. and he was very flamboyant, you know. He was he was like Trump, you know. He had like uh, multiple wives and these incredibly gorgeous girlfriends and blah, blah 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 blah. He was living that kind of lifestyle. So you know, I didn't know what to think, you know, uh, because he ca- he was so uh, seemingly sincere in his denials for 15 years. I mean, he would be on these primetime shows with, like big broadcasters then in the 90s like Jane Pauley and stuff and she would like really yeah. trying to work in and he's just like i never been a baseball. Yeah. And, and it seemed utterly convincing. You know, oh my God, MLB is so unfair. But then, but then 2004, he does not 1A, comes out with this best-selling autobiography called my prison without bars
3: i know i love the title <laughs> so dramatic and he finally admits
2: to betting on baseball he completely admits admits and he goes on on primetime tv on abc on one of the whatever the big show was and he asks forgiveness of the baseball fans around the world that love him but but it doesn't go over as he thought because so many of those hardcore fans supported him through that 15 years you know there were protests there were all kinds of things and then all of a sudden he's telling them yeah you were looking me in the eye and lying to me for 15 years you know people like me were like okay i don't really care it wasn't like my guy or anything it was like i kind of Thought he was lying, but I didn't know. You know, it's for sure. But now he's actually coming out, and he just made like five million dollars on a book. So I guess you know it's worth coming out for that. But I don't know. Does that that hurt it at all for you? I know you're sympathetic.
3: That he was lying. Not minutes. only that he
2: was lying. I mean, everybody lies initially, right? Everybody that's guilty. I mean, you talked to any prosecutor anybody that's working the justice like, yeah everybody everybody in jail is innocent but for 15 years you know over so many cycles he kept he kept you know vehemently um denying that he had bet a baseball and then all of a sudden he turns around with 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 a big bucket of money and admits that he did it and then and then says he right. is contrite does that bother you
3: Um, well, the thing is I only got into this story recently, so I wasn't being lied to for 15 years, but also, I mean, when, when, um, I can't remember the name of the baseball commissioner, but the guy who in the eighties banned him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giamatti, I think was that guy. So he goes through and we were going to get into this later. So the original agreement was the, uh, he was permanently ineligible. he could apply for reinstatement within one year. And so I I play a clip.
1: As you can imagine, uh, this is a very sad day. You know, I've been in baseball three decades. And to think that I'm going to be out of baseball for a very short period of time uh, hurts. Well, regardless of what the commissioner said today, uh, I did not bet on baseball. The settlement is fair. Especially the wording that says that they will find no they have no finding that I have been on baseball it's something I told the commissioner back in February and it's something I've told you people the last four months my life is baseball uh, I hope to get back into baseball as soon as I possibly can
2: document that they signed doesn't actually say with absolute certainty that he bet but the baseball commissioner right. expresses his belief that exactly. yes he definitely did bet and then pete rose denies betting so look i signed the document but the document says does not assert that i actually it was proven that i did so i and i didn't i did not i did not i did not i'm just like but the birthday of my coming daughter
1: Um, i've never looked forward to a birthday like i'm looking forward to my new daughter's birthday because two days after that is when I can uh, apply for reinstatement.
3: I've never looked forward to my daughter's birthday so much because two days after I can apply, it's like, wait, you only give a shit about your daughter because of, <laughs> of sh- her birth happens to be the landmark of your fucking career? Hey, oh, wait a minute. God. You're supposed to be
2: the sympathetic one.
3: I am. I am sympathetic, <laughs> okay. but I'm sympathetic because he's such an out-and-out narcissist like you know what i mean yes yes his tone has changed since the book came out whatever it was 2004 yeah some of the more recent stuff he's taken a totally different line in the way he talks about it
2: well there was so every time there's a new commissioner he goes in and tries to reinstate and then they always and at this point the rules because what he wants What he wants desperately is to be in the hall of fame and and if this Uh, gambling thing wasn't here he would be he'd be up there with the with the greats you know the Babe Ruth and the Ty Cobb and the Lou Gehrig and Hank Aaron and you know he'd be in the top 10 of all guys in 165 years right and that's what he wants he wants that legacy He was ineligible for so long that he can't even be considered anymore, except through some backdoor deal, which a commissioner has to authorize. So every new commissioner that comes up, he goes and he, you know, he he crawls on his belly and then they say, sorry, you know, look, I wrote a book. I admitted it, blah, 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 blah. Sorry. And then just recently I sent you an article, too, because of this with the new guy, Manfred who had also denied his reinstatement, he's like, okay, you're giving these guys, now let's get into it, because this was our setup, right? You're giving these fuckers who actually cheated, who threw a fucking World Series twice, twice, two years in a row. All I did was break the rules and I bet on baseball. I never, there's no evidence he ever threw a game himself. He played like a, I mean, he's still got all these swuckers. He played like a fucking crazy man. He, was, he never threw anything. So nobody had, has ever presented any evidence that he ever threw a game or, or cheated on an actual game. He just broke the rules by gambling. You're not supposed to gamble. That's the rule ever since the 1919 Red Sox. Or White Sox, sorry. But go ahead. I'm ranting.
3: Okay, you you got you brought up so many points that I would <laughs> like to to touch on. Let's go back to 1989. Okay, and the Dowd report, right? Which was the the investigation into his his betting on baseball. So, in the 1989 report, I think had I been cognizant at that time and paying attention, I would have thought
0: that or alive. Heroes,
3: I would have thought that pete rose was lying so i don't think i would have felt lied to for 15 years i just would have felt like he was um pretending because part of his deal that he like struck was that he would sign the agreement if it said that he didn't bet if it left that ambiguous if he left it open right it wasn't definitive one way or the other So I think that the reason it didn't say it was it was so they would get him to agree because he had to agree to the investigation in advance and that he would like consent to whatever the ruling was. That particular commission
2: just wanted him out. He thought he was a stain and he just wanted him out of the game.
3: I don't I don't know if that's the case. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the politics of it were at the time. But like I said, this guy Dowd, who did the investigation. I mean, there was taped conversations that people brought forward. Michael oh, yeah. No, was, I, there was a lot of evidence that was brought forward. Unbelievable and, evidence. All these the phone records.
2: There was just like, it, it was so was overwhelming. It was like... paper trail? Yeah, exactly. Open, shut, open, shut.
3: And again, and the worst stuff in there, in my opinion, wasn't even about betting. Like I said, I mean, Dowd said many years later, which Pete Rose um, sued him for defamation, for saying that Uh, you know, he not only ran bets, but he ran young girls down at spring training ages twelve to fourteen. So
2: Well, I was gonna get into that. He had an
3: Epstein he had an Epstein side to him. Yeah.
2: Um, I was gonna do you wanna get into that now?
3: No, 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 no. Let me finish let me finish what I'm saying. So the guy came out and said officially on paper. There was, they didn't say that he did it, but he said before the cameras and into the microphone and to the press, I believe that he did. I believe that he bet on baseball. And it seems like that the evidence suggested that incredibly strongly. So I think I would have, I would never have believed Pete Rose if he said that he, that he that he didn't bet on, I wouldn't have felt lied to for fifteen years. I would have been like, okay, finally, he's admitted what we already know. Like,
2: but you know, there's this law that you're not supposed to be able to profit on a crime that you've committed. Although it wasn't an official crime, it was breaking the rules. It wasn't. It gambling is not illegal. Wasn't a crime. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a I mean, rule inside. Not a sovereign in, yeah, body. Right. And, and the thing, and, and again, I'm just, you know, compared, and this is why he's now mounting another legal challenge, compared to what all of these people did in in the 2017 and 2018 World Series, he looks like a fucking Girl Scout who pocketed a couple extra bucks, you know, when she sold some cookies.
3: I completely agree. The, <laughs> second point, the second point I wanted to get to is the point of the Hall of Fame. So, okay. so if I was Pete Rose... I personally wouldn't even give a shit whether or not I was in the Hall of Fame because he's already I mean he's in the he's in the sort of psychic Hall of Fame, right? Like he has the most hits. He has the broken record. Everyone knows that. Everyone respects that. Yeah, who cares? and it's, you're it's not fucking
2: if you were there, everybody that has ever played baseball To be in the Hall of Fame or or to win an Oscar. I mean, if you're in a profession like... And you'll like... When your first book gets published, you'll be like... Okay, where's that fucking Pulitzer? God damn it! So...
3: (laughs) I don't think that's true. There are a million, you know, directors who scorn the Oscars. Yeah, they say that fashionably.
2: But then they show up and they suck cock.
3: Not all of them. Woody Allen stopped going. But,
2: okay. Can... Can we talk about some of the other things he did?
0: I want to also mention, Rose served five months in prison in 1990-1991 for tax evasion, unrelated to baseball itself. He failed to report dollar millions in income he received from signing memorabilia and winnings from legal horse race betting. Additionally, he was also the subject of multiple underage statutory rape charges. While the victims were apparently consensual partners, as they were 15 to 16 years old at the time, that is the very definition of statutory rape in most states. He apparently settled with all these women out of court for undisclosed monetary sums.
2: Does that change your view? Thank you very much, Bernice. Does that change your view of him at all?
3: I knew those things. Like I said, I brought up the, again, some of the other allegations that, that are just sort of rumors are that they were actually like taking girls down to like Florida or whatever, ages 12 to 14, okay. which is a lot younger than 15, 15. Whatever. Yeah,
2: that's true. 12 that, is like but, but, but really pushing like, it, man.
3: That, yeah, that's full on. That's serious Epstein shit. Um, I look, I think statutory rape is kind of bullshit. I think there's a lot bigger problems. Um, the problem would be if if it was an Epstein situation and these girls were actually being trafficked, but that, there's no evidence of that. None of this stuff ever come forward, never hit the courts.
2: No, they, so they we don't know. They were claiming of, that the, they were not claiming a lot
3: of the, that exactly. And so I don't again. Statutory they just wanted rape, money. <laughs> I think it's bullshit. I think statutory rape is kind of bullshit.
2: Well, you got to draw the line somewhere.
3: I just think, as far as sex crimes go, again, like a baseball player sleeping with a sixteen-year-old girl, I just don't think it's that big a deal if she comes forward like twenty years later and tries to get some money, right? She's not saying it was an assault. She's just no, like,
2: she's no. She's saying it was she in. was underage. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like I said, I mean, we live in a society where like. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's accus- accusers are not taken seriously, but like a Republicans are. We live in a society where Jeffrey Epstein is murdered in a high security prison um, under nobody- suicide watch and nobody's fucking comes down for it. And we're going to like be mad at Pete Rose over like an out of court statutory rape charge. I just think it's kind of. Well, let's not forget. Like, like, so, we're,
2: so it's not imbalanced. Remember uh, Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend who probably caused him to kill himself. He paid something <laughs> like $300,000 in a settlement to a, oh, yeah, a, totally. an underage boy Child. that she was being accused of, you know, statutory raping rape. or statutory rape or whatever. But and they had to settle that out of court, which he fought the bill and then he killed himself.
3: Well, because it was going to come out. And, okay. and and she was a very vocal Weinstein accuser. And it turned out that she was also a statutory rapist.
2: <laughs> She's like, hey, let's compare notes, Harvey. Come
3: on. <laughs>
2: hey, we could do a PowerPoint on this. But right? again, we could do I, a masterclass on rape.
3: Mean, <laughs> like raping someone who's like under your control to a certain extent when you're like the kingmaker of Hollywood is totally different than statutory rape with someone who's like 16 or 17 and someone who's older. I just think it's a totally different situation. Uh, so again, none of this stuff is available to us. We don't know. We don't know. But if we're going to go down the list of righting wrongs of people who have done sexual assault, Pete Rose is not at the top of my list.
2: Let's go back to Pete, Mr. Rose. Okay, so Manfred in um, my notes I think there. it was 2015, okay, 2015 that he first denied his
3: Yeah, his denies picture. his
2: request for reinstatement. And then Pete Rose gives a press conference, which I... There's
1: two things I learned that I could do. I, I could hit a baseball. And uh, I think I can learn or teach a lot of people not to make the same mistakes that I made. I spent 26 years in the major leagues... And 26 years out of the major league, and I can tell you without a doubt, the last 26 years were a hell of a lot worse than the 26 years I spent in the big league, as you can imagine. And um, I worked hard at it. I got it under wraps the last several, several, several years. And uh, uh, you know, I'm in control of my life right
2: now, and I'm doing well. Uh, uh, mounting a new effort because of these extraordinarily modest uh, penalties imposed on the Astros and especially the Red Sox oh my god he's going to poop his pants he's going to poop his pants on this I was like (laughs) really are you serious I bet on a game this guy threw a World Series and he only gets a year suspension and I've got a 40 year life suspension so, and it's
3: not even a player; it's a video operator. No, no,
2: it's yeah, it's a thirty thousand dollar a year guy. <laughs> Literally, the only guy above the Bat Boy in salary. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's just crazy. What is that, right or wrong? What do we should, what should we do, Cassie? What is your prescription for Pete Rose? Um, he just turned seventy nine on just what a week ago, April fourteenth. And, you know, the guy's going to die at some point. He doesn't look like he's keeping in shape. Doesn't look like he's getting to the gym very often. But um, we got to do something.
3: Well, OK. First of all, the guy needs a new hairdresser.
2: <laughs> well,
3: the he hair was always is a big problem.
2: He was always a disco. A yeah, his hair the was the whole
3: cut thing is yeah. like bad. He kept that going for way too long. No one over the age of twelve should be wearing that haircut. You
2: think Cincinnati in the eighties? Okay, let's think of the. New I one. know,
3: I know, but he had—he's basically still has that haircut, just slightly <laughs> shorter. <laughs> he still has that haircut. It's not right, but no, I think. Look, he, he never be hired
2: insane. his hairdress Fired his hairdresser, so we can give put that in the good side. I don't fire I, my hairdresser.
3: I watch. A one of the things you sent me was a Charlie Rose discussion. Oh, yeah,
2: after the book came out
3: in the early 2000s, yeah, two, and 2004. This discussion it may as well be from an alien planet compared to like what's happening now because it has one of the former MLB commissioners and then like some guy that works for Sports Illustrated, and they're just like moralizing and they're talking about like how it's immoral and how. Much it disrespects the game, and now he doesn't have enough contrition, he doesn't deserve redemption because he's selfish and doesn't know what he did wrong, he doesn't understand why it's wrong, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And Pete Rose may have been more uh defiant in his book in that book than he is now, but if you just compare again betting on baseball when no one can prove that he ever changed the way he managed a game in order to
2: make money. Nope. No one still, no one has.
3: Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that in his defense of himself in the interviews that I've watched is basically like, look, I was just doing it because it was fun. I wasn't doing it because I was in the hole. Like a lot of gambling addicts are, they gamble, Because they have really no, they're in an economically precarious situation. He did lose a lot
2: of money, so he never really, you know, he was never on the plus side. I mean, he was apparently, could be called a chronic gambler.
3: Yeah, no, no, I'm saying he definitely had a gambling addiction. But he was also a rich guy.
2: Yeah, he could afford it.
3: He wasn't like, he wasn't the guy from Uncut Gems, right? Like he wasn't going to be belly up. At the end of the game, if he didn't like change the way he managed the game in order to win his two thousand dollars, he said he he only bet two thousand dollars on these on these games. So,
2: which is nothing for a millionaire.
3: Yeah, right. Which is nothing for him. I don't know how much he's making as a manager. I'm sure it was a lot.
2: Well, and endorsements, and you know, I
3: mean, he's, he's currently making a million dollars a year on autographs. That's like how much is Davy making?
2: Nine hundred thousand dollars.
3: Right. He's making more than managers just doing autographs.
2: Right. Just sitting there in Vegas, you know, four hours a day. Yeah, you watch that video, right? There Five hours thing. a day. Five hours a day. I know, but he's in <laughs> Vegas and he's got a beer or a cocktail. It's not like the toughest job in the world. So, <laughs> and he gets to hang out with people who love him.
3: Right. And they want and selfies. I mean, we'll talk about the baseballs in a minute. Okay. Uh, Yeah, no one can say that he did anything different because he was betting, right? It's just that he betting seems wrong. It seems sort of corrupt. And it's against the rules of the contract that he signed. That's what he went down for. It's because the contract that he signed forbids betting on baseball teams. particularly your own team which makes it seem even worse and this charlie rose clip has these two guys one of whom is a fae vincent is that the name um yeah and they're just like this is horrible oh my god society today this is disgusting people need to have their souls saved okay flash forward to 2020 and we have This Astros decision and this Red Sox decision, which are completely out of. I mean, it's just like it's from another planet of them. Not even just a slap in the wrist is a generous way of calling what these things are. And Pete Rose is banned for life. Right. Like by certain metrics, one of the greatest players in baseball history. And he's banned forever forever. Just because he did some bets that were against the rules, and these guys literally stole a World Series, and not right. a single player received any punishment. Right. It's insane. So yeah, of course. I mean, he. I think he should have been reinstated before all of this, before this happened. But I don't see how they can justify not doing it now, uh, except that the the. The treatment of these commissioners seems to be just to respect the past decision. Like even if they wouldn't make that decision today, they're just respecting the precedent of it and not.
2: start decisis right. is what you're saying.
3: Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what it is. Cause like, if this came up now, there's no way Rod Manifred could ban someone from life when he's not even punishing players for stealing a world series. Again, cheating especially at that level and to that extent is so much worse than like going home and placing a bet isn't it
2: yeah well did you read so i also sent you a a new york times opinion article written by two professors of law evan kamniker and erwin oh my god look at this name Chemerinsky. But um, it's entitled, Pete Rose has done his time. And yeah, the has. byline is he should be allowed back into baseball and be eligible to the Hall of Fame. And then it basically, they're saying exactly what you just said. Although they're quoting law and things like that. And, uh, and the very last line is, let Pete Rose back in. So, um Yeah. Yeah, I mean those other things—the tax evasion—he paid his dues. He paid like half, totally half a million like dollars it. in fines, the five tax months in prison.
3: Shouldn't even be considered as part of this. It's not part of the scope. Of no, the it isn't. But I'm
2: saying if if if, and you're right, it would be like in a courtroom situation. Uh, I'm sure the defense would say, "Well, that's inadmissible." You know, these other things that he totally. did. But I'm just saying, you know, for a normal person, they'll be like, well, you know, he did do that stuff. Uh, okay, so- I know,
3: but, but but dad, like compared to the actual problems in our society, you want to talk about who's not paying taxes. Look at our fucking corporations. Amazon ain't paying no fucking taxes. Look at Apple's Trump. Apple's not paying you know, fucking taxes. Look at the president. Starbucks isn't paying taxes. <laughs> President, I mean, again, I know our some, are some douchebag signing
2: money. balls. I know, I know, I know, I
3: know. Our, our billionaires are like stealing money from people by buying politicians who then put in um, tax laws that specifically benefit them. And then they have the Federal Reserve print money to like save their businesses and save their asses and save their banks and then they don't pay their fair share in taxes and Pete Rose has to serve 5 months in prison because he didn't like disclose every baseball that he signed in 1991 it's insane right and and the, the same thing goes with the sexual assault stuff it's like okay a hotshot baseball player in the 1970s slept with some 17 year old girls okay is that as bad as all of the other systemic rot in our society? No, it's not, and it just seems like they're using. No, them. and they
2: got their money voluntarily. They seeing. didn't file criminal charges. They took their money and shut up.
3: I just the larger thing, like our society likes to pick out people that they make baddies. You know, like, Pete Rose, like, he's the guy that's bad. Woody Allen, he's bad. Harvey Weinstein, he's bad. Martha uh, Stewart. Martin Don't forget
2: Martha Stewart. We threw her in jail, Martha too.
3: Harris, he's bad. Martha Stewart, she's bad. But the problem, like, the, the, it never goes back to all of the consent and all of the people and all of the larger systems that allows this shit to keep happening. The, like, we need to focus on the structural problems. And I think that Pete Rose has been apologetic in recent years. I don't think he was in the early 2000s. But if you watch some of the more recent interviews, he does seem to have regret. Not that I think he needs to even show regret, (coughs) given the proportionality of what he did compared to what Bregman did, and to what Altuve did, because I gotta say, their apologies, quote unquote apologies from earlier this year were dog shit compared to Pete Rose's. <laughs> I mean, complete dog yeah. shit. It's it's just so well, and difficult. they
2: didn't suffer any. All they had to do was was do was say that.
3: Uh, had to be in front of a the camera.
2: They didn't get any fines or anything.
3: Pete Rose has done. 800 interviews about this yeah yeah he's written books about it it's on his wikipedia page it's everything it totally has been different.
2: banished for 31 years
3: and, and in order him. for him to like walk onto the grass at the cincinnati Reds stadium they have to get like approval from mlb every single time um and all Bregman had to do was like read off a paper for thirty seconds, right. terribly, might I add, like insincerely,
2: you mean? Just like, yeah, uh, I'm really sorry, assholes. I compare, ins-
0: that.
3: <laughs> compare that footage of the Astros and whatever footage will come out later of the Red Sox um, to like some of these totally hypocritical baseball people from the charlie rose thing in the early 2000s and it's just totally it's totally insane it's just like come on it's like these like protestant pastors who like preach all this shit and then it turns out that they're like abusing little boys and and, like cheating on their wives and like all this it's just like come on let Pete Rose back into baseball. Give him his stupid little plaque in a hallway. I don't give a fuck. Just just let him back.
2: If, if you were to reduce what you think we should do with Pete Rose to a tweet, what would it be?
3: Um, Free Pete Rose.
2: Free Pete Rose. Free Pete. Free Pete. Free Pete,
3: Pete! Exclamation point. <laughs> free Pete,
2: free Pete, free Pete, free Pete.
3: Well, what do you think about, what do you think should happen?
2: Uh, yeah, I think they should let him back in. Yeah. At least put him in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest yeah. players that ever lived.
3: But the thing is and then there's no reason
2: that a responsible museum curator, just like when you go down to the Smithsonian, they have an exhibit about Hiroshima or the Japanese internment camps or, you know, the terrible things uh, the United States did with uh, Native Americans in their negotiations and reservations and stuff like that. There's no reason you can't talk about this. You can t- contextually level it and still right. say... This guy hit more baseballs than any other human in the history of the world. That means something. Totally. Three World Series, it's, it's et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That means something. And the thing was, when he broke that tie cup record, this is very unusual. Uh, we didn't add it to think. thing. He was both the manager of the team, like a Davy guy, and a player, which I don't know how many times that's even happened in – 165 years of history that you could be both a player and a manager so that's how good he was and like you say i just don't know you know and this is the whole thing it's like oh my god through the 80s and stuff and you weren't alive then but it's like smoking dope getting caught smoking dope during the reagan 80s you know no to drugs and stuff like that well that was gonna land you in prison for five years you can be a high school kid and you get caught with a joint boom and now it's legal in 30 states what the hell is the difference, right and then it's like and gambling like you, you used to be you could only gamble Hopefully. in in las vegas or atlantic city or in europe right now you can gamble in like 40 states <laughs> what the you know okay things change i get it it was an arbitrary thing to begin with so i don't know it, it, it wasn't like you went out and shot somebody
3: not at all no as as villains go, he's one of the lamest.
2: Yeah, when you gamble money and you lose uh, the majority of the time, one argument would be that he was an economic stimulus program for bookies.
3: <laughs> well, can we? Because <laughs> he kept about losing. His, can we? Can we talk about his third act in Vegas?
2: Oh sure, go ahead.
3: Because he sells on his website. Uh, I mean, you can go see him at, like, the MGM Grand or Mandalay Bay or whatever. Right, right. Uh, not right, he makes, like, what, $2 million COVID.
2: a year signing yeah, memorabilia yeah. and taking pictures.
3: So, but on his website, you can buy a Pete Rose autographed ball. Uh, now I know what I'm
2: going to get for your birthday.
3: $174.99. You can okay, get maybe Pete not. <laughs> you can get – I just want to tell you what some of these balls say. He, okay. he, he writes on some of them. Sorry, I bet on baseball.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Now there's also one for $299.99 that says, sorry, I bet on baseball. That is signed by both Pete Rose and, get this, Robert Manfred.
2: No way.
3: Yeah, which is crazy. Like, why would Robert Manfred sign that ball if he won't even reinstate him?
2: They're in business together?
3: Yes. Yes. They're in business together. They're grifting on the Pete Rose bad boy act.
0: Wow.
3: It's crazy. So, um, and that one's $300 as opposed to $175 <laughs> just for Robert Manfred. Um, there's He sells one that says, I didn't do steroids. One says, I wish I shot Bin Laden. One says, Mr. Trump, make America great again. So we know who he supports. Yeah, Uh, He's got a there is no crying in baseball one. Okay. And then one of my faves is hits 4,256, steroids zero.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was never implicated in any. I mean, that sort of came after his time. That was sort of a 90s, 2000s thing.
3: Okay, so you can also have dinner with Pete, this is reading from his website, at a first class restaurant in Las Vegas like the Palm, Smith and Wolensky Nine Steakhouse, or a similar restaurant of your choice. We believe that should you be alert for your dinner with Pete, this will be one of the funniest, entertaining and interesting evenings you will ever experience.
2: Where did you find that? Is that (laughs) his website?
3: His website! He just, his entire job is just being Pete Rose. This is what he does.
2: Yeah. Quick reminder, you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at at CheapSeatsDC, and you can reach us by email at DC at gmail.com. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats.
3: The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media, LLC, all rights reserved.